Hello. How you How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, just dandy. Good. Um, you know, I'd probably be a little. I'm so glad, Jamie. <laughs> are you glad? <laughs> are you glad that you hijacked my season and made me watch this film? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you want to talk about the man's, like, career. I guess you're right. This is, like, an important stuff. Like, you tried to, like, do, like, a... It was 2011. Yeah. It was, like, the MCU had started. Superhero yep. movies are, like, taking this sort of, like... They're, it's cool again. Veer. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, they did this. Yeah, and this was not cool. <laughs> this was um, a thing that existed. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about the Green Hornet, in case you missed last week's episode. The Green Hornet. Um... So, I don't know, and I'm, I, Zach and I were a little bit confused about this, and you can probably shed more light on it, because um, you have probably read the comic, or know anything I, anything about more of the Green, the Green Hornet lore than we do? Yeah. Here, you want to go? Yeah, let's go. Um, let's talk about it. So, the Green Hornet, he's like a pulp character. Uh-huh. Like, he was in, um, like, kind of magazines, and he had a radio show. Stop. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you know, The Shadow, and then there was, like, there was a Superman radio show. Uh, Do you see this glossed over look on my face? I have no idea. This was like an era before TV, right? Uh, Before people had TV, they would listen to the radio and there were like radio dramas. Yes, okay. I didn't realize that that's the era we were in. Yeah, so that's the era we're talking about. And like the Superman radio show is where like uh, Kryptonite was first invented Mm. and where Superman actually started flying was in the Superman radio show instead of just leaping great distances. He was a jumpy boy before? Yeah, well, the whole thing, you know, is uh, faster than a speeding bullet, mm-hmm. more powerful than a locomotive, leaps tall buildings in a single bound. Like, he was a jump, he was a jumper, he was I a jump man. Did not realize that he was the OG <laughs> jump man and that Drake did not invent that. No, Mario's the OG jump man. <laughs> Damn fucking right he is. <laughs> um, so anyway, so um, that's kind of where the Green Hornet comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who actually knows who the Green Hornet is more than likely knows it from a TV show that was on in the 60s around okay. the same time as the Adam West Batman show mm-hmm. where uh, famously Bruce Lee played Kato. Yes. Uh, and that's kind of, that's where the Green Hornet kind of gets his pop culture zhuzh is that, uh, you know, that's where that. Bruce Lee really popped. Like, okay. that's where people met Bruce Lee. Oh, and it was like, okay. whoa. And, like, I remember when I was a kid, they had a crossover, like, two-part episode of Batman and the Green Hornet Oh, that's fun. And I thought it was really cool. But even then, as a kid, I thought it was unforgivable that when they pair... Because the Green Hornets thing, much like in this movie, is that they are known as criminals, and that's how they, like, get in and they fight crime. Right. Um, <laughs> Which I think is very interesting, and I feel like that was, like, not flushed out as well as it should have been. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> it could have been dope as fuck. It is really cool. <laughs> it's a real cool idea, and it's, like, different. Yeah. Um, I think that there's something to do with the Green Hornet. They should try again. But, um... Well, I think they're, they were trying to or possibly will. Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but in that episode, they pair off to fight because Batman mm-hmm. and Robin think they're criminals. And Batman fights the Green Hornet and Robin fights Kato. And I was like, no, 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 no. Batman needs to fight Kato. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows Kato's the cool one. No, 100%. And, like, that's, like... I didn't write it down, but, like, that was kind of my takeaway is that Kato is, like, the meat and potatoes of this whole operation. That's, like, the primary joke of this movie. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure I didn't, I was not, like, missing something, and I was like, is he supposed to be? <laughs> but it was never that way. It was just that, like, they cast Bruce Lee as Kato, and Bruce Lee is so charismatic mm-hmm. and so fucking cool, and nobody had ever seen anything like that on yeah. their TV screen before. Like, they actually changed the way they shot fight scenes. Because of Bruce Lee. Because Bruce Lee would do this shit, and they're like, what are you even doing? And, like, the camera didn't catch any of that. Because it was so fast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
and he would do stuff like they were like okay well the uh the blocking of this scene is like Cato comes in to rescue the Greenhorn, and the Greenhorn's like tied up in a chair being interrogated. Mm -hmm. So, like, you come in, you run down these stairs, and you untie him. And then Bruce Lee, like, they call action. Bruce Lee comes in, he, he kicks the banister off the top of the stairs and just jumps down. He's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have this cooler idea, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> he would just part. do shit like that. Honestly, a whole ass mood. So, and more people should do that. Yeah, so that's that's the Green Hornet. Mm -hmm. um, there have been comic books. Uh, before this movie, they were trying to make a Green Hornet movie, and they'd actually cat or they'd actually gotten Kevin Smith to write it, and he was going to direct it. Yeah, this has been or was in the works since like the early '90s. Like I was. Yeah. I, I was. I skimmed a few articles. Like, I did very base level research. Like it was going to be Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> yeah. at one point. It was going to be Britt Reid. Um, yeah, Jet Li was supposed to be in it at one point. Yeah, they like, actually, they made a comic book out of Kevin Smith's script. Yeah, I saw that too. And it's actually like, it's an interesting, I, yeah, it's an interesting idea that I, they probably should have done that. Um, mm -hmm. But it was the whole idea that it was the son of the Green Hornet and the like daughter or the niece of Cato. Okay. And that the original Green Hornet dies and his son like finds out who he was okay. and like takes up the mantle. And I was like, that's an interesting idea. That is. And, like, I, I guess kind of based on my skimming, and you know far more about Kevin Smith than I ever will, based on, you know, what we talked about a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, that he was, like, kind of salty that he was, like, kicked from it? Or Well, he decided he didn't want to do it. Yeah, because he didn't like the direction it was going or some shit? Well, I think, at least to hear him talk about it, yeah. and, like, maybe there's more to it, but he was just like, I don't think, this isn't the kind of movie I want to make, like, this isn't the kind of, like, filmmaker I am. Yeah. Um. And he's probably right. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say objectively, um, <laughs> after having seen this shit show, yeah. that anything that he could have done would have been better. Well, so here's where I'm going to take okay. umbrage with you. This movie is directed by Michel Gondry, mm -hmm. who made Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, yep. uh, Be Kind Rewind. I think this movie is like pretty interestingly directed. I agree. And I think this movie's got some stuff going on with it that's interesting, mm -hmm. but it's, like, really disjointed and doesn't come together. Yeah, like, I, I feel like there's good elements of it that yeah. just, you're like, where did that happen? Or, like, what's supposed to be the resolution of this? Like, where did this fucking come from? Yeah. Like, so that's why, like, I had a hard time connecting with it. Yeah. Well, and I, I would describe this movie as an interesting failure. I probably got more out of watching it than I have most of the movies that we have so far. I'll, I'll agree with you there just because like uh you know like I said like all the other movies like for me anyways as far as like you know why I enjoy them is like mostly like a you know this made me laugh my dick off 10 years ago yeah and um you know very nostalgic like I watched all those a hundred fucking times mm -hmm. like um you know with the exception of 50 50 I've seen it like a half dozen times but um not 50 yet not not yet I um <laughs> I don't think I need to watch that one 50 times <laughs> <laughs> makes me a lot of feelings <laughs> that are very all over the board. Mm, mm. But, um, yeah, no, this one is definitely interesting just from, like, the perspective of what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, like how did this end up being the final cut? And apparently, uh, you know, got, like, pushed back, like, a bunch of times. Yeah, it seems like they, like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, well, I guess I, I read some stuff that, like, Seth Rogen has, like, come out and, like, basically said, like, Sony fucked this whole thing up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I'm not, I don't disagree with that because I don't think that Sony's not fucked a lot of things up. Yeah. <laughs> like, as you guys were just talking about on an episode of Weekend Plans, like, you know, Sony do be fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do remember, like, when this was coming out and I thought it was so interesting that they got Rogan to do it. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, here's, like, the next step of his, like, he's going to make, like, a Hollywood, like, a blockbuster. 
Yeah. And he got like he lost some weight. Like I won't. 30, 40 pounds. I won't say he like got in shape, but he's definitely no. thin. You know, he definitely. Oh, yeah, thanks <laughs> to him. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say he's always had like a dad bod. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, that's cool, and it works for like what they're doing with the character in this. Right. I think it's kind of funny. I think if he was like hella ripped, I would have been even more disconnected somehow. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like Paul Rudd in Ant Man, where you're just like, hmm, <laughs> why? <laughs> You know, what's actually really funny is I actually haven't seen either Ant-Man movie, like, standalone, mm. um, but I have seen, like, bits of them, and, yeah, like, no thank you. Oh, I like those movies. I think they're really Are fun. Are they good? Yeah. Okay, well. I think they're really fun and funny. But, okay. like, you, there's a scene in the first Ant-Man where you see Paul Rudd shirtless mm-hmm. so that the female character can be like, ooh, and it's like, why is he, like, why is this character, when does he work out? <laughs> like what are you talking about well guess what because he's ripped to shit it's like good for you Paul Rudd but like why and I wonder if that's just Paul Rudd's kind of state of being or no he, he like actually got in shape for it no no yeah you need to like he's like Marvel fit got it when you see it and like nobody walks around looking like that <laughs> valid <laughs> I respect I'm gonna google him in Ant-Man shirtless so stand by yeah <laughs> um but, yeah, so I guess the movie got pushed back a bunch of times. It was supposed to be originally released almost a year before it actually came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, it took another, like, six months for the 3D to be done or something. It yeah. Like $10 the th- million. Dollars and Seth Rogen was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, the 3D shit in this movie is um, uh, pretty funny. I wish I had seen it in 3D or had, like, the capability to watch it in 3D at this point. I don't know, like, how. Yeah, you get a 3D TV. They don't, they don't make those anymore, but they for a while they were a big thing. You, you could buy a 3D TV, and they had glasses that, like, actually were powered. You know, the you saying that just now actually did, in fact, remind me. Um, my parents did actually at one point buy a TV that had 3D capabilities, yeah. and that did come with glasses, but yeah. we never once explored that. I sold like, quite, that yeah. Like a horrible idea. I sold quite a few of them when I worked at Best Buy. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that was, like, a hot thing at the time, because people... Yeah, because, like, Avatar had come out, and... Right? Yeah. I, I, I made a visible face when I uh, looked at Paul Rogers and Ant-Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was the, a face. The Ant-Man movies are fun. Yeah, and this is him, like, I'm, like, watching... Uh, this is, like, a picture of him, like, moving himself up. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, he's got to get it. Abs. He's got to get into that suit. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, 100. He's got to get in there. Um, I was listening to a podcast. I forget which one and what they were exactly talking about, but it was like definitely like a costuming thing. If you're, and they were like, yeah, like anytime you see anyone in like one of those latex outfits, the amount of like lube that you actually need to put on to get those on and is baby insane. powder and just like. Well, apparently, um, apparently, like just like water-based lube is just the best thing to put like use to just like. <laughs> Agreed. It's the best thing. <laughs> Period. End of sentence. <laughs> no, um, but because uh, yeah, the person was like, "Oh yeah, I had to like wear like this like latex bodysuit for this event I was going to," and she was like, "How?" I much? had to wear yeah. <laughs> a latex bodysuit for the event I was going to. Hey. She, she said, "I I didn't had to." <laughs> I don't know how the things work. I don't. I don't go to events. <laughs> I also have no desire to wear latex. <laughs> This unit in latex would not be a good look. Look, I don't go to events. <laughs> yeah, period. Um, but <laughs> I don't like to be in situations. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> situations are never good. <laughs> Particularly Mike, the situation. But that's neither here nor there. God damn. <laughs> what? 12 year old reference. <laughs> <laughs> the Jersey Shore comes up at work <laughs> in context <laughs> way more often than I care to admit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Uh, well, so I work in a medical office, and so we have patients that, like, sometimes need to take a cab. 
yeah. for whatever reason, because like in San Francisco, a lot of people don't drive. Um, and so <laughs> we get the calls like to like our main like uh, like reception line when the cab is like out front of the building. Mm-hmm. So you know we put in, like our group chat like, oh the cab's here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it, it's a reference that comes up in my life at least twice a week. Sure. Um, and also, I was obsessed with Jersey Shore. How fucking dare you? <laughs> I've never seen an episode of Jersey Shore. And you're definitely a better person than I because I know. of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bumper sticker on my uh, truck when I was in high school that said fist pumping like a champ. And I had that on my truck until it got totaled. <laughs> so. Excellent. Yep. Fist bumping? Pumping. Oh. Like a fist pump. Yeah, like that. Because <laughs> that was the dance move. That's oh. what they did at the club. Oh, at great. At the club. <laughs> um, Amazing. Anyways. Um, but yeah, no, apparently, yeah, you just literally cover your entire body in lube <laughs> and then just slide into it. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> Jump into it. That's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, apparently the baby powder thing, like, you still get, like, stuck in areas. Yeah, it stops you from chafing, though, which is very important. Well, I feel like the lube would do the same thing. No, I don't think so. I mean, it depends how much you're using. Yeah, yeah, you need a liberal amount. <laughs> a liberal looping, if you will. Uh, good God. Anyways, enough about that. Um, um, there's no latex in this movie. <laughs> no, actually, like, I, I dig that green suit he's wearing. I kind of fuck with it. <laughs> like, it's kind of him. <laughs> and I like that they did it with like the hat and the mask and everything. No, like, he I looks. Outfits are a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> he looks, uh, I don't know, interesting with that mask on. But... Uh, um, well, I do appreciate that, like, literally nobody can, like, recognize them, even though they look yeah. exactly like themselves. Well, they, you know, they blow up all the camera footage of them. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I hate when especially it's, like, one of those, like, just eye masks. Like, and we talked about this yeah. in the Cinderella story where it's like, how the fucking, like, how are you going to sit here and tell me that you did not recognize the bottom half of their whole If you face? can't see somebody's cheekbones, you cannot recognize them. Fuck you. End <laughs> of story. Um, I hate to do this to you. But I think Do one you? of the I think one of the most interesting things about uh, the mask in the new Batman movie mm-hmm. is that they really changed the shape of Robert Pat. It has this like skull like kind of sculpt to it, and they yeah, like they really do. changed the shape of his face. And I can believe that nobody would like know who that is. That one I buy, but but it's also not just an eye mask. Mm-hmm. It literally goes all the way to his top lip, mm-hmm. for, for most, right? I mean, or like just his about nose. It. Yeah. It, but it like it, d- it does like change the shape of the top lip though the way the way it does and like the yeah. whole face structure he looks way more angular I mean he's already has an angular face oh, we yeah. talked about this two weeks ago yeah, jaw that cuts glass yes and um, it <laughs> like makes his, it does change like his cheek structure specifically mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. his face just look more boxy mm-hmm. as opposed to like I would say like heart shaped or like whatever um, heart shaped have you like literally <laughs> so like a Dick Tracy villain <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it, it makes it more like square shaped. Sure. You, no, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time because it amuses me. I hate whatever. To cause pain to others. Um, oh, that doesn't hurt me. <laughs> um, but so no, when this movie was coming out, because mm-hmm. I've lost what we were talking about before. We got on. Oh, how it um <laughs> like took like a, you know way longer than it should have, and yeah. like kept going through like editing and like fucking whatever, and Sony fucked it up. I remember being at uh, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Like when this was coming out, and they had like the cast and Michelle Gondry, um, and they showed a clip from the movie, mm-hmm. and it was in Hall H, like the big hall that seats like ten thousand people. Yeah. Um, you and, say that like I know exactly what that means, and I'm nodding like I do. But so I when you, um, <laughs> I haven't been to Comic Con in a really long time, mm-hmm. but there was like a big hall called Hall H where they did all like the movie stuff, and you would like wait in line all morning, mm-hmm. um, to get in, and uh, I 
when I would go, I would just camp out there for the day because I was there. like, this is the Saturday they're showing like these things, so I'm just gonna stay in here. Uh, and then at the end of the day, Kevin Smith would do his Q and A. Copy that. Um, <laughs> but they showed a clip from this movie, and I remember like people kind of like just getting up and leaving afterward, oh, no. and Michelle <laughs> Gondry being on stage, like kind of like. They were joking, but he was talking about how, like, oh, some, like, comic book fans only want, like, their fascist superheroes and their jackboots. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> okay, yes. dude. Uh, defensive. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you kind of knew early on that this movie probably wasn't going <laughs> to... well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, from what I was reading, basically, like, it was... So, it originally came out, like, I think, yeah, January of uh, what the fuck am I looking at? Oh, yeah. Um, in January, but it was, like, supposed to come out in, like, December, but it was supposed to come out in July before that, and, like, yeah. the previous June, and, like, I think, I want to say, like, previous, like, April, May. Yeah. Things are starting to change because there's so <laughs> many blockbusters that they're having to, like, press out, but generally, if a movie's released in January or February, and more so January now, that's, like, like that's where it's getting dumped. Oh, like, no. they're putting it there because they have to release it because they have a contract. Yikes on fucking bikes. <laughs> Um, but they're not expecting it to do anything. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, because it was supposed to originally release um, when Transformers released. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, no, 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 Transformers got to go here. I might <laughs> like this movie more than I like Transformers. but I mean, that's a different topic for a different yeah. day, I suppose. Great car, though. <laughs> Which one? The Black oh, Beauty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, in Transformers? I love, uh, yeah. No, this I car fucks. I love a cool car in a movie, and this car is really fun. Um... Yeah, so I guess we can talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, um, they introduced Kato kind of at the beginning. So, um, you know, Seth Rogen's dad dies, like, unexpectedly. Yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he has to take over the newspaper empire or whatever. Can I ask you? Yes. That first scene they show with young Britt Reed and his dad. What? And I was just like, what fucking world is this? Like, this is their version of, like, a stern... Right. Like, what the... F no. And then we're supposed to learn later that he did care about his son, but, like, he's acting like a maniac. No, it literally <laughs> did not make sense to me. So, like, the opening... So, first of all, the kid that's playing young Brit, like, very, just, like, a lot, I feel he, like. He looks like Augustus Gloop. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't think that's not how a young Seth Rogen looks. <laughs> Um, I have not seen any childhood photos of him. I've seen footage of him as, like, a 14-year-old doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Well, so, um, I, don't, I think I told you, Zach and I started his um, memoir um, yeah. on Audible. Uh, we've been listening to it while we eat dinner. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's so nice. Isn't so you don't have to talk to each other? That's yeah. great. We just look at each other and giggle at the, <laughs> the audiobook. Um, but uh, it's really interesting because he talks about his you know, how he got started in stand-up and, like, whatever. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to, like, blow my whole load on it because we've only, like, listened to, like, a third of it. <laughs> um, so I want to kind of listen to the whole thing before I give, like, a full review or whatever. It's very interesting. Um, and he was like, yeah, like, I got signed up for, like, a stand-up class. Like, my, I told my parents I wanted to do it, and they were like, sure, fuck it, why yeah, not? Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, and he was like, I was the only child. <laughs> he was like, I was 12. <laughs> like, in this room of, like, 20-somethings and 30-somethings. <laughs> and, like... He's like, yeah, and, like, the class was basically, like, you go, um, you, like, write a few jokes, like, they kind of teach you, like, the bones of, like, how to write a stand-up, and then they take you to, like, a lesbian bar <laughs> and have you perform in front of a room full of gays and, like, see how it goes, and he was like, I had no business being here as a teenager. Um, he was like, but I will say I got, like, immediate cool points because I just got to go to the bars. <laughs> and he, 
She's like, I don't give a fuck if my mom's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, supervised, like, like, hot dog. Like, none of my friends got to go to bars. Like, Pretty good. Yeah. And he was like, but that's, like, where I hone my shit. And, like, he's like, I wrote jokes. And he, like, tells us a little bit, like, how he wrote jokes for a, um, like, a rabbi who, like, did circumcisions. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, like, I want to tell jokes, like, as I, like, do these circumcisions. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know how I would feel about that. No, literally, he, like, goes on a whole thing. He was like, I'm a little bit conflicted because he's like, you're asking a child to write dick-cutting jokes. <laughs> While he's like, I, I did it. Like, I, I got the coin. I, I did the job. But, like, weird commission. Um, and I, you know, as an adult, still feel weird about it. <laughs> but apparently he still tells the jokes while he does circumcisions actively. Because <laughs> uh, I guess his mom, like, ran into him at, like, a wedding. Because um, I guess he's, like, local to, you know, like, Toronto or whatever. Or Vancouver, rather. Yeah. Um... Fan City. Yes. I just learned about that the other day. <laughs> By the way, um, brief tangent, because um, Ryan Reynolds' handle on everything is Van City Reynolds. Oh, you thought it was a Van Wilder thing? I don't know what the fuck You're like, was. oh man, he just, just can't let go of Van Wilder. Well, I just didn't know what it was. It's like, best thing I've ever done. <laughs> um, and then some other actor um, who like put out something recently, it was like Van City, whoever the fuck his name was. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, on Instagram, someone was like, are they, like, trying to go for Ryan Reynolds' thing? And I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> How <And> then, dare you? It's <laughs> like, really weird. Like, kind of niche. Like, and then <laughs> she posted, like, an hour later. She's like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> she's like, well, please, like, tell, let me know if, like, anyone else learned today also that Van City is a, like, abbreviation for Vancouver. <laughs> and I was like, I was also today's years old. And that was, like, last week. So, <laughs> anyways. But yeah, I guess he's still, like, a practicing rabbi, like, in, like, that area, and the mom, like, ran into him a wedding, and he was like, yeah, I still use all Seth's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like, 20 or some odd years later. <laughs> so, that's kind of bitching. Um, where are we going with this? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so this movie, like, yeah, got, like, redone, 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 and then, like, finally, they were like, okay, let's just put this fucker out. Yeah. After they revamped it for, like, $10 million, and then, um... Yeah, Seth Rogen was like, yeah, like, Sony, like, misappropriated the budget in, like, all these different ways. Um, I don't think this movie being under budget is the problem. Oh, no, it's not under budget. So, it, like, it was very expensive. Yeah. And he basically said that it was, the budget was misappropriated. Like, a lot of the, like, special effects and stuff like that, he was like, yeah, they said it was, like, worth, like, X amount, but, like, there's absolutely no way. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, so I just don't know where the money went. That's interesting. Um, so I thought that was very interesting too. So I, I would love to have like a more flushed out version of that, but he doesn't. I don't know if he like just can't say more. Well, he doesn't want to get sued. Yeah. Chooses not to. <laughs> um, which either way, whatever. Um, yeah. But raging hot mess. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. Like, um, and there's so many like little things that I think kind of clue you into what the movie could have been. Mm-hmm. I think that first scene with uh, Christoph Waltz, which is so fucking funny this like period in history because this is you know a little bit after Inglorious Bastards right. that introduces fucking Christoph Waltz to the world and we're all like whoa who's this fucking guy right. and then he starts to show up in this shit and you're like oh man well yeah the cast of this movie is like a little wild <laughs> yeah well um, you know who was supposed to play that part the no. Christoph Waltz part is fucking Nick Cage oh yeah I did see like, he was supposed to be in it I couldn't remember who uh, he was like supposed to be and I guess that he was uh, he was coming to Seth Rogen like with a bunch of shit that Seth Rogen was like uh, I don't know about this like he wanted to play the part as like a right, a white Bahamian 
and like do an accent and stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I still think it could have been kind of fun. I think it would have been way better. Yeah. Because like Christoph Waltz is a great actor, but I don't think he's the guy for this. No, it's definitely I think like a weird little thing, but like it it was fine. He's he's fine. He's fine. Fine. End it. of sentence. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like it's not great. It's not bad. Yeah. You need somebody to like because the part's not much. Like no. you need somebody to like take it and run with it. Um, but I do like that opening scene with him. Um, and fucking James Franco. <laughs> I do really like that bit. <laughs> and then you like never. Well, I mean, obviously, like you like you know gets like vanished. You get like, blown see up. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I yeah. was being nice about it. <laughs> Which you know I'm not saying they should do it. Or I like. got a cool name. My name's Danny Clear. I sell crystal meth. They call me Crystal Clear. <laughs> <laughs> a vibe. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Someone I do think that kind of nailed it. Um. And I want to say this is like the first thing that like probably one of the first things that he kind of like did, and I, you can correct me, David Harbour. Uh, he had been around, but, but like, like he's one of those guys that you just like see pop up and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's good in this. I think I like David Harbour. I think he's fun. I do too. And um, I think season four of Stranger Things now is a date. I think it's like June, July. I guess. Who cares? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess nobody. I'm just saying it's been three years since the last season of Stranger Things. It's been seven years since it started. <laughs> Does anybody care? Is anybody going to watch? It comes out late, May. Um, first of all, I'm going to watch it. Like, just... let it go. All these kids are fucking, like, 40 now. <laughs> well, they I... look weird. Well, have you seen the, like, uh, skills that they've dropped from it? Like, no. this recent season? All of the haircuts, especially, are wild. <laughs> They're real bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to do well. Um, I think everyone's, kind of, like, to your point, has kind yeah. of forgotten about it. Who even knows? I will watch it if they can promise me that there's more of the one episode everybody but me hated from the third season. Which one? Where Eleven just goes on, like, her own weird, like, oh, I didn't hate that. standoff adventure and, she, like, hangs out with these cool punk 80s X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. Where's the spinoff show for those kids? <laughs> Honestly. I'll watch that shit. Start tweeting at people. I'll watch it all day. <laughs> watch it all goddamn day. Um... I'll find the picture of, like, what they look like, like, with the stills from, like, I guess their, like, press or whatever for season four, and mm-hmm. everyone just looks wild. It's bad. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I'm yeah. you kind can of tell, excited. You can tell me about it. I mean, you don't listen to my TV opinions anyways. So I do. Fine. I just have to apply, like, a certain amount of math. <laughs> We're like, okay, Jamie says this is great, so <laughs> let me run it through my... <laughs> So that means it has an 80% chance of being quarter Let me, like, decent. run it through my computer and see, <laughs> how, like, how that checks out. Speaking of, um, mm. I have two things that I want to know if you've watched. This is, I just thought about this. Have sure. you watched Inventing Anna yet? Or The Dropout? No. Both of those are fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have a disdain for Shonda Rhimes, especially after I made you watch Crossroads. Um, oh. <laughs> Um, but so she did the whole thing for inventing Anna, and that's based on the true story of Anna Delvey Sorokin. I don't know if you've heard anything about the this. The Saranos lady? No, that's oh. the the dropout. Oh, okay, okay. Um, which that one's also fucking wild. Um, I I watched it all like a week or two ago, and I made I'm making Zach rewatch it with me now. <laughs> um, that one has Amanda Seyfried in it, and she is a fucking wild of human being uh, playing Elizabeth Holmes um, and I think it's pretty like nail on the head from yeah. like what I've like, read up on, on her about yeah. um, but they're both basically so uh, Inventing Anna is based on oh what okay no I watched the first like um, 
two minutes of the first episode of Inventing Anna. Okay. <coughs> I will say the first episode is kind of slow, but then, like, after that it picks up. I couldn't get past her accent. <laughs> it's wild. Like, she starts talking, and I was like, she sounds like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's funny, because I watched... And then I couldn't keep watching it. I watched this little bit that uh, Julia Gardner, who's the, like, actor who plays uh, Anna Sorokin, mm-hmm. um, she, like, does a whole thing, like, on, like, how she, like, did the accent, because the accent's pretty fucking spot on to the real girl's accent it's insane yeah um because i watched like a couple of like clips and i was like oh that's like pretty good but she's like yeah like she was like born in you know russia so like there's a bit of this but then she like moved to germany and then like but she's like spent a lot of time in like france so then there's like a bit of this to it but then she lived in america for like the better part of 10 years so like everything ends up with a question so (laughs) um which also made me really think a lot about american accents and how we in fact do that and that sucks (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, she was, I want to say she was on, like, Kimmel or Fallon, and she, like, like layers the accent, like, live, and it's nuts. Oh, interesting. Um, I'll send you that clip, it is very interesting. Yeah, I would like to watch that. Um, and I, I'm also reading the book that, like, her real-life friend that she fucked over <laughs> um, wrote about the whole deal. It's fucking nuts. It's basically this, like, 25-year-old that, like, moves to New York, and she's like, I want to start the new Soho house, like, an art club for, like, rich people to, like, do rich people things. Mm. Um, and I'm better than everyone else, so, like, I can do it. So she, like, makes up this whole, like, spiel that, like, she's, like, this German heiress, and, like, her, you know, dad has all this money, and, like, she has a trust fund, and she gets, like, X amount of money a month. So she basically, like, frauds all these people into believing that, like, she's, like, hella rich, but she, like, in fact has zero dollars. <laughs> um... She has been getting, like, loans from banks, um, like, on good trust that, like, her parents have all this money, and so she racks up all these, like, things at, like, hotels. Like, she, like, racks up, like, an almost $100,000 bill at one hotel, and then they're, like, you need to pay us, like, right now. And she's, like, later days. <laughs> so she does that to, like, all the major, like, luxury hotels in New York. See crap burgers later. Yeah. Um, and then she ends up serving a bunch of jail time. Um, mm-hmm. And now she's being extradited to Germany again. Um, but, no, the dropout's really fucking interesting because, like, it's kind of the same deal. It's this chick that drops out of Stanford um, mm. to start Theranos, uh, which yeah. is, like, this, like, blood testing company that, like, you can do, like, 70 blood tests on a drop of blood. <laughs> but, like, she never actually has a working prototype made. <laughs> and then, like, she's, like, trying to get money from investors and she ends up doing it, but then, like, fucks with them all because she ends up, like, not actually, like, making the product. Oh. Very interesting. And her boobs know when it's going to rain. Yes. Yeah. Or when it's actually When it's raining. raining. <laughs> 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 Only actively. Don't get it twisted. Um, but her accent in that is also wild, um, because, like, they do a whole bit where she, like, she already kind of, like, talks talks with, like, a bit of a deep voice, mm-hmm. but, like, because she's a woman, she feels like she needs to talk with, like, a deeper voice to be taken more seriously, so she, like, starts talking like this. <laughs> 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 like, and, uh, it's funny, because, like, with, like, one of her, like, business partners, she, like, hops on a phone call with him, and he's like, are you sick? <laughs> and she's like, no, no, absolutely not, and she like, cuts the voice, but, like, then she, like, adopts it, it's weird. I did watch a yeah a clip from her on that, and she sounds to me like uh, Mira Sorvino in Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have been the inspo. Who knows? Um, but no, that's very good. Um, I, I highly recommend both of those shows if you want. You know, I, I would say both of them are like I would say historical fiction. Because okay. um, the inventing Anna, like they like admittedly like are like we take a, some liberties. Like some of the stuff in here is fully made up, mm-hmm. but like a lot of it's real. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and I did some digging, apparently, like, 85% of it's real, just a couple of people are made up. Oh, make, interesting. To make it seem more, like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think the things that they made up should have been in there, because, like, it's a very interesting story, like, oh. as it sits. Huh. <laughs> um, so definitely recommend those if you're into um, women conning, conning people uh, for a lot of money. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so those are both very good. Again, I feel like you'll like inventing Anna less, um, but... 
their dropouts very very good hmm. um anyways back to this um yeah so i just want to I, I said it earlier and i'm gonna say it again i love kato i want to be his best friend um <laughs> kato's cool this like this actor i've like never seen literally never <laughs> anywhere or um yeah i i had to like pull him up um like he's like a singer oh interesting <laughs> yeah of, i'm pulling this from his wikipedia right now so jay chow yeah um a taiwanese singer songwriter rapper record producer actor film director television personality and magician <laughs> <laughs> he's like jackie chan high key <laughs> but like nobody knows him i guess <laughs> um but yeah no he like has all this like really weird like you know like credits to him like he's been on like hello world tours like for you know like his music huh. um like he's been like in a couple of movies like he's directed a few things like mostly like in china i believe uh-huh. um but you know i really couldn't recognize like much of the other stuff that he's like done um but no i, I thought he kind of killed it um i really enjoyed the beginning sequence like where we're kind of introduced to him because so like we we're saying like seth Rogen's dad dies uh but by the way i would probably lose my fucking mind if i found out when i was like arriving in a limo on my way home <laughs> from like whatever the fuck i was doing he like owns a limo like it's his personal limo he's yeah. always driving around i don't know i don't know either they're trying to do like a tony stark iron man thing with him and, and or he's more he's more just like a paris hilton there we go <laughs> <laughs> who by the way is making like the world's biggest comeback right now good for her <laughs> is she yeah oh. like um she's like uh, she started a podcast like she's uh, trying to make herself like culturally re- relevant again Uh-oh. and it's kind of working <laughs> like she's like all over like my instagram and twitter feed oh. um but that's neither here nor there because i have a very weird feed of <laughs> people that i follow um but um yeah so he like fires his whole staff because he's like you know depressed or whatever and then the next morning he's like this copy fucking sucks <laughs> who made this and then the like temp maid is like Oh, yeah, the guy that Who like, makes my coffee? <laughs> she's like, uh, you fired everybody. <laughs> and he's like, I need the coffee guy back. <laughs> Who turns out to be the mechanic. Because, oh, that's how we got on here, because of the car. Right. Um, he's like, so first of all, why the fuck is my mechanic, or my dad's mechanic, also the guy that makes the coffee? I have questions. he built a coffee machine. <laughs> Which, honestly... Like a crazy coffee machine. Dope as fuck espresso maker. Yeah. Um, 11 out of 10, kind of wish I had a coffee set up like that, mm-hmm. but um, I have no room espresso maker nor do i have the patience to do that every morning yeah um i know you're not a coffee person so you don't get it but right in your um quick research that you did uh where is jay chow from um he is from taiwan okay so we can just very briefly touch on the uh we don't have to get into it too much but uh, uh, kato is a japanese character he's right. famously played by bruce lee who is chinese and now jay chow who's taiwanese <laughs> Yeah, so, um, you know, like you said, we can kind of touch on it here as two white folk. Um, it's a time-honored uh, Hollywood tradition of uh, e- e- Asian. Yeah, like, an Asian dude is fine for this, right? <laughs> Any Asian man. It doesn't matter. It, I mean, it should matter. But um, it's, you know, Hollywood likes to bastardize everything, including a lot of most Asian cultures. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's still not quite uh, the karate, the Jaden Smith karate kid. What? Oh, have we never? Have I never brought this up? Because Literally I rant was. about this all the time. So in the I also have not seen the Karate Kid anything. Oh man, I love the Karate Kids. You guys need to watch Cobra Kai too. 
You know, people keep telling me that, but I, then they're like, you need to watch Karate Kid first. And I was like, okay. Kind of. And I haven't gotten around to it. So you yeah. can get you can watch it without watching Karate Kid. Okay, cool. Enlighten me. Tell me tell me about uh, Jaden Smith and the Karate Kid. So they remade Karate Kid, and when was that? Two thousand. It was, was semi recently. Well, it's like 10 years ago. Well, I consider within 15 years, like, semi-recent. Okay. Um, with, like, Jackie Chan. and Yeah. So, the thing that I always bring up is that movie, very pointedly, they invert the thing where the the family moves to in that China, mm-hmm. and he meets Jackie Chan and teaches him kung fu. Right. Uh, they called the movie The Karate Kid. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Karate is Japanese. Uh-huh. They were just like, whatever. Look, I did karate class for like six months. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but what? <laughs> but like, not even in like a kind of sort of who cares way. They're like, oh, it's it, the movie is the Karate Kid. Anyway, he goes to China and he learns kung fu from a Chinese man. <laughs> Call it the Kung Fu Kid. Literally, honestly, it who fucking cares? Cool. <laughs> like, I'm gonna full sense it. I think that sounds cooler. Oh, whatever. What? <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just, it's insane. It's insane to me. So. Like, who said yes to this? Who, who said okay? Happen? Jackie was okay with this? Jackie probably got a lot of money. And was told. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. They're like, if you do this, you never have to talk to Chris Tucker again. He was like, ooh. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> run me my money. <laughs> um, yikes on bikes. That's bad, though. I don't I know. like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're introduced to the cars, which, by the way, very cool. Um, I'm not really a car person. Yeah, unless it's a Batmobile. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I said even that, like, sure. <laughs> but I'm not here to offend. <laughs> yet. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, so, like, the car's all souped up, like, you know, has, like, the fucking, like, I, I, don't, I was going to say plexiglass, but it's whatever, like, car. Yeah, polycarbonate, whatever. Yeah. Just, they just. It's all shattered. Make shit like, up. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can shoot the tire and it like reinflates with like that was cool. That the was gel cool. and because yeah. that, that's a real like technology. Like that's that's out there. Yeah, I I've, I've used fix a flat before. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, the bit where they the they shoot the window and the bullet's just like stuck in there. Yeah. Um, cool. But like, what the fuck? Like a cop is like trying to pull somebody over and he like shoots from the window <laughs> into the car. <laughs> like... I'm gonna say in today's climate, I don't think that's that outlandish. Uh, I do because he sees it's a white man in there. <laughs> He's fine. I should definitely shoot at him. A well-dressed white man. There's no way the cop would shoot at him. <laughs> Reminds me of that like uh, meme with like Peter Griffin, like the skin tone, like card. Oh. I don't know if you, if you know what I'm talking about. Where it's like um, it, it was kind of popularized a few years ago, like when um, that I want to say Arizona that like like law said like people like, you can be pulled over for like literally anything oh. and it was like oh cops in Arizona be like and it's like a, a card with like color swatches and it was like visibly white skin tones on the top and then visibly not white skin tones on the bottom and it was like oh the white ones like you're good to go mm-hmm. and then the other ones it was like oh you're getting pulled over yeah so Arizona <laughs> God bless this country <laughs> just kidding <laughs> everything's a shit show we're all gonna die <laughs> um anyways um, yeah, so the cars are fucking cool, and uh, Zach and I were talking about this too. Like, literally, it's like this whole movie was like the end, like bit with like the car chase and like them like kind of dicking around and like kind of like a buddy cop kind of thing, but like a buddy yeah. superhero question mark kind of thing. Like that would be dope. Yeah. Like, give me that whole bit in, in 
you know, an hour and a half, not yeah. whatever this was. There's <laughs> a few, like, moments where I think mm-hmm. they get what they were going for across, yeah. and then, like, sometimes they go too far in one direction, it's too much just, like, a boring, like, I don't know, generic superhero movie, and sometimes yeah. they go too far the other way, and they're listening to Gangster's Paradise and the <laughs> Black Beauty and dancing. Which I will say, um... <laughs> I, you know, I love when a movie can, like, throw me in a song, and I'm like, I haven't listened to that in so fucking long, <laughs> and I definitely add a Gangster Paradise to, like, I, every year for the last, like, several years, I've made, like, a running playlist of, like, songs that I vibe with that year, Yeah. <laughs> and it definitely made it to the 2022 edition. There's a few, <laughs> that's, like, one of those songs where, to me, all I can think of is the Weird Al parody when I hear it, so I just think of Amish Paradise. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um... That's excellent. Um, I definitely have a few songs like that, but that's not one of them. <laughs> that in the movie Dangerous Minds. I haven't seen that one. That's Michelle Pfeiffer, and she like goes to teach inner city, inner city. Uh, oh no. <laughs> kids, but that's where that song is from. Like that song. Oh, I know yeah, that. they did that song for that movie. Oh, that's fun. I had no idea. The more you fucking know. If um, you see the music video, it's like <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer sometimes just like showing up, and they're like rapping at her. <laughs> I'm not really, I don't think I've ever actually watched the music video for it. Oh, you should look it up. It's wild. I will. Um, I, I feel like I kind of have to. Um, I will say one of the funniest couple of bits in this whole movie, um, and that kind of actually made me, like, laugh out loud, because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of that. Um, you know, there's a few bits that were kind of like, eh, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate the part with, like, the gun, with the, like, knockout gas. Yeah. Um, and he was like, Did you oh. put a diaper on me? <laughs> yeah, he was like, well, like, he was like, how long is my out? And he was like, oh, it's like five o'clock or whatever it was. And he was like, oh, thank God, not all. And he was like, it's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, fuck, that was Monday. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, but don't worry, like, I, I dumbed it down so like you're only out for an hour. And he was like, oh, word, bap. Mm. <laughs> he was like, see you in an hour. That part made me giggle. Yeah. Um, and then, um, oh, this was like why I was going to ask you, um, like, kind of what the whole zhuzh is. Um, so, is Kato in the, like, OG, like, lore supposed to be, like, more of, like, the main character? No. So, that's, like, a very meta joke okay. in this because of what, like, we talked about with the whole history of, like, Bruce Lee playing the character. Right. That's what it just became. And it wasn't, they weren't doing that on the show. It was just, like, if you were watching the show, you were like, you well, Kato's it. clearly cooler. Right. Like, just based on, like, they're telling me he's the sidekick, but... So, is the Green Hornet supposed to be as much as a kind of bumbling idiot, for lack of a better word? No, that's, like, the joke they're doing. Okay, so that's what we were hoping was the case. Yeah. But, like, the movie is very not clear on that. Yeah. No, the, the Green Hornet's more of just, like, it's supposed to be, like, the difference between the two of them, like, stylistically, is he's supposed to be kind of like a two-fisted detective right. kind of guy with, like, he's got the gas gun... Uh, more of a pulpy character and then like Kato is like brings the the martial arts and it was just like a very different thing and I think in the original version there's like Britt Reed kind of traveled the world in a Batman kind of way and he like came back from uh, World War II and he brought Kato with him. Yeah and that's kind of what we were talking about last night because we were like that would be a lot cooler if they had kind of flushed that out a bit more and like made him more useful and not just yeah. like but I think that's the conceit of the movie is the okay. joke that like he thinks he's such shit <laughs> like clearly this other guy is so much cooler than him in like every conceivable way okay cool 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 that's what we were hoping for and that's the way I chose to interpret it mm-hmm. but like I had like a sinking feeling that I was like oh no like <laughs> like yeah. this was the direction that they were like purposely yeah okay that makes me feel better and then the other part that we we were cackling we actually rewound it <laughs> um at the very end 
and he was like, you brought a gas mask? <laughs> of course I brought a gas mask. Just for yourself? <laughs> we were pissing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. And, but, like, it sucks that that was the only, like, really, like, funny part. I, I don't know if this movie was supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was supposed to be funnier than it was. It definitely, they were <laughs> definitely going for, like, an action comedy. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. Yeah, and, like, again, like, in the bit of, you know, stuff I, you know, researched about, like, Seth Rogen, he was like, yeah, like, it was supposed to be more of, like, a, you know, buddy comedy type deal, and it just, I feel like it didn't land as well as it should have, and again, I, I think he just acts like it was, like, the editing. Yeah. Um, I don't... Who knows? No. Um, yeah. I, I would love to believe him. I don't think Seth Rogen would lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have seen, like, his other take on an action comedy, and it's Pineapple Express, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, um... What's really interesting is, you know, watching this and then, like, you know, having watched The Boys, like, having it be, like, the other kind of superhero shit that he's oh, into. I, I love The Boys so The much. Boys is so fucking good, and <laughs> I, you know, I really contemplated, like, kind of, like, having, like, an episode where we just kind of, like, talked about The Boys, but, like... His connection to The Boys is, is so, pretty tenuous. No, I know, and that's why I was like, you know, it's annoying, but, like, you know, cause he is involved in, like, the back end of it a lot. Yeah. Um... But I'm just like, it, it's not worth it to me to, like, even go there. Yeah. So, but I wonder if, like, he kind of took the stuff that he maybe wanted to do here. I, I don't think I don't so. I, I think The Boys is so specific. It's also based on a pre-existing a thing. Like, yeah. a comic book. And, like, I think Eric Kripke, who's the showrunner on that mm-hmm. show, is, like, a big influence as well. Yeah. Because also, like, Seth Rogen and his partner Evan Goldberg also created The Preacher Show, which is based on an amazing comic book. And I thought that show sucked. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that. It was on AMC. Oh, that's probably why I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, like, the comic is awesome. Like, it's one of those, like, classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the name sounds familiar, but I can't tell you at all what it's about. Yeah, I did not like that show at all. Oh, no. But, <laughs> and I was so excited for it, because I love Preacher. Um, well, like, what's the kind of, like, uh, what's the deal with what went wrong? The main Just... character is um, a preacher named Jesse Custer, mm-hmm. who, um, the show has this like or the comic has this like incredible lore to it but basically what happens is like god escapes imprisonment in heaven um where like the angels have been like keeping him because they're like in charge up there interesting and like it's the voice of god (laughs) who like embeds itself in this preacher jesse custer and so he can use it and he can just force people to do things by speaking so he basically, like, becomes, like, like an on-earth, like, god, and he, like, basically just, like, this is what you're doing now. Well, you can just, like, like I could, like, I could summon the voice, and I'd be like, uh, Jamie, set yourself on fire, and you would do it. Uh, if you told me to set myself on fire, I'd do it anyways. I'm kidding. <laughs> please don't say it. Uh, just, oh. <laughs> no, 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 the burnt, burnt jokes are too real. And real. he's, like, friends with a vampire, an Irish vampire named Cassidy. Excellent. And it's just, like, these crazy adventures, and, like, um, it's kind of wacky and, like, ultra-violent and crazy. Mm-hmm. And they just did a version of it that I thought was not boring and bad. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Rip. Um, that, that is sad. Um, but, yeah, so I'm not going to sit here and say this movie was, like, a complete waste of time. No, I thought it was interesting. I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the theater, so it was, like... So it's been a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, like, like I said, I didn't, like, hate it. Um, you know, it definitely... I really like the Kato fight scenes. No, those were fucking bitches. And I like the, uh, the Kato vision thing they do where he, like... Oh, that's what... Slows down and he, like, sees all the weapons and all the most, like, dangerous... Yeah. 
It's very interesting. Yeah, it um, definitely like gave me like flashbacks to like playing ball out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that was like literally like immediately what I thought of. Um, but yeah, and like that was cool as fuck. And then like it was funny because like uh, the Green Hornet like like adjacently has that like capability. Like, at the, minus the he does it at the end. Like yeah. he learns it from Kato. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so that was really dope. Um, and like I said, like I really meshed with their like dynamic, even though like they have you know had their beef in the middle. Yeah, um, you got to. Yeah. In any uh, in any romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wrong comedy, right? <laughs> yeah, especially because like when he just like apologizes and Kato's like, yeah, you're right. I, you're, I'm back. I'm, I'm invested. <laughs> yeah. What well, is interesting too, because there's this light motif we've sort of discovered mm-hmm. through all of his movies about how they're all, all kind of exploring male friendships, and this yeah. is just like another facet of that. Totally. Yeah. Like you know, like if one of your buddies just like came up to you and was like, "Hey, like be my superhero, like sidekick." Oh, we talked about that so much when I was in high school that we yeah. had so many. Like, <laughs> Would you do it? <laughs> now? No. <laughs> In any point of time. <laughs> uh, I probably would have, we probably would have been killed. <laughs> or just, like, not found any crime. Fair. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and also, like, I do, um, I, I wrote this down and I just saw this note. Like, I don't think I can imagine trying to come up with my own, like, superhero name or, like, persona, like, on the spot like the that. Green Bee. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Honestly, some of the other stuff that they had, like, you know, like, throughout them, I think was better. I don't remember, like, what really, mo- like, a lot of them were. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. You know what we haven't talked about at all is that Cameron Diaz is in this movie. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Diaz. Well, I think it's because she's low-key forgettable. She doesn't do anything. No. And, like, you know, I'm trying to, like, think back to, like, this time in, like, history. Like, you know. Like, I think this was right before she, like, retired. Because she. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to, um, I listened to this podcast um, on uh, Last Podcast Network called um, Page 7, where they talk about, like, you know, like, hot goss, celebrities, movies, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, kind of, like, in a more, like, meta sense. Um. And they actually were recently talking about her kind of departure from doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's interesting because, like, she's not, you know, she's, I, I would think generally, like, most of her stuff's pretty good, but, like, in the niche that she's good at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like mean? Cameron Diaz. Yeah, like, I think she's fine. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know, she, after this, like, she kind of, like, came off of, like, Shrek and, like, started doing, like, a little Shrek. Work. Which, by the way... We, I, I just want to take my three seconds and like soapbox that Shrek is one of the best movies of all time. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's fine. Are you hate on Shrek? I just yeah, I don't I don't care about Shrek. <laughs> I don't like I'm very baffled and a little infuriated by this like millennial obsession with Shrek. <laughs> you know, um, as someone that like you know really sits on the cusp of like a millennial and Gen Z, <laughs> um, you know. I, I do see both sides of it, but I do think that Shrek is an undeniable bop. <laughs> and, you know, it is a comfort movie, I will say. <laughs> like, if I'm ever, ever feeling bad, Shrek will never not put me in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say Shrek's not funny. Yeah. But I, I will never watch it again in my, in my life. I was having a conversation with Mackenzie semi-recently, and she was like, oh, yeah, we, uh, Shrek is on in our household at least once a week. Can't do it. Ugh. I don't know if I can watch it once a week, but, like, a couple times a year, for sure. Um, Never need to watch Shrek again. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. But yeah, this was, like, kind of one of the last things that she really did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she did a couple of things after this, like... Uh, Night and Day? Did that come after this? Um, I think right before... 
wish there was. I, I just need to hold on. I need to pull up her IMDb. Um, uh, do, 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 do. But yeah, she really like. I, I wonder what she's doing nowadays. Like, really more than anything else. Um, oh yeah, like Bad Teacher came out around the rough time of this. Oh um, God. <laughs> Night and Day was right before this. Okay. Um, let me see here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to say one of the last things that she did was sex date, sex tape. Jesus Christ. Um, I never saw that. Um, it's not great. <laughs> it was after, after the point where I was just like not interested. Fair. Not um, in her, but in like movies like that, where I was like, whatever. Well, yeah, because I think that was kind of like kind of when it hit its peak of just like, bro, like we've seen enough of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Jason Segel's dick enough to last a lifetime. <laughs> I think he's even enough to last a lifetime, <laughs> um, which is fine. Um, but yeah, no, she's, I don't say forgettable in this movie, because like, you know, I mean, we did forget about her until the very end of this. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and... Yeah, just, there's just no part for her in this movie. It's wild that she's in it. Yeah, like she's, like, you know, playing his like temp secretary that gets hired on full time, like immediately. And she's like a criminology expert or something. Yeah. So they keep like that. That joke is funny. I wish they went somewhere where they were, they're just like mining her for ideas yeah. on like what to do. Well, that's one of the things where like I was like, yeah, like this never really paid off. Yeah. Like they like started to flush it out and then they bring it back up at the end where he was like, oh yeah, like you were like writing our whole judge of like what we are. Yeah. And I was, and she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and you know, we didn't really touch on this and uh, bringing up Cameron Diaz, I think really kind of is a good way to segue into it. Um, like how shitty of a human being that Britt Reed is. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> like that's a great what, asshole. I think that's the funniest thing about it though, is like, he's just like, he's a piece of shit all the way through. Like he never even really gets better. <laughs> no. And like, you know, I was hoping like maybe like he would have like a, you know, kind of coming to Jesus moment. Like, you know, especially like with like kind of that apology to Kato. Like, yeah. He was like, you know, I'm an asshole. Like, you know, maybe I should not be an asshole. Like, one of those, like, moments where you're like, yeah, and then, like, he just, like, moves on and continues to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, like, the whole, yeah, you know, I feel like the whole reason that Cameron Diaz is there to be a prop for that, because, mm-hmm. like, he's constantly just, like, sexualizing her. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's more into Kato. I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't be? <laughs> I thought you loved Seth Rogen. I do, too, but, like, I wouldn't be attracted to Britt Reed. Oh, really? But it's just Seth Rogen with uh, more money. And being a full-send dick. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. At what point does the money not balance? <laughs> Are you calling me a gold digger? <laughs> I don't see you deal with any... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. If I was a gold digger, I would not be in my current, in my current marriage. <laughs> I love you. You listen to this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, no. Honestly, like, I don't give a shit how much money you are. You're an asshole. <laughs> like, goodbye. Yeah. Like, I don't have, like, a lot of standards. <laughs> I know. Um, but that's, like, one of them. Like, be at least a half-decent human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, if you're going to be a romantic partner, be, like, a fully decent human being. <laughs> like, no, thank you. I'm yeah. good off that. Um, so, yeah, given the uh, choice of Kato versus Britt Reed, I, I would absolutely go the Kato route. Mm. Not because I know he would make me a mean cappuccino every morning. Yeah. But he absolutely would. Kato's cool. Kato's cool. That's the lesson of this movie. Yeah, if there's a <laughs> thesis of this movie, it's that Kato is cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to kind of just, like, talk about it, like, it did, like, decent at the box office. Like, it earned... Did it? it yeah, I mean... 
Um, it's opening weekend. It got like thirty-three and a half million. Yeah, that's about right. Um, you know, and it uh over the Martin Luther King holiday weekend got just over forty. <laughs> um, ended up like uh domestically grossing. It went up, and it's in the in a following weekend. Mm-hmm. Like it made more money, and that's actually like really interesting. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it dropped, like, 47%, like, the week after that. Yeah, well, 47% is a pretty good... Like, usually, like, opening weekend to second weekend, if it's less than 60%, that's considered good. Yeah. Um, well, then, because that weekend also, No Strings Attached dropped, which, mm-hmm. you know, is one of those, you know, Friends with Benefits movies or fucking whatever that were popular at that time, too. Yeah. That spurred, like five different that's like one of the ones where there's like two at the same time and one of them was justin timberlake and mila kunis and one was ashton kutcher and natalie portman Portman. yeah so um and i think this one came out slightly earlier it's like a real armageddon deep impact situation um volcano dante's peak yeah so it um ended up like grossing totally like worldwide like uh, 227 and a half million probably pretty good what did they spend on it um 110 ish yeah so you know so they probably broke even on it it did i yeah um and then yeah like uh it was supposed to have a sequel that got canceled immediately (laughs) yeah no shit (laughs) (laughs) um you know and i want to say like rotten tomatoes has like a 45 percent or some shit which i think is like kind of high (laughs) (laughs) um but that's fine what about the audience score on rotten tomatoes uh, do, 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 do. Let me see if I can find it. I literally just had it up like two seconds ago, and now I can't find it. Um, yeah, it has, it's 44%, um, and then the average rating of 5.2. Mm. Um, and then the cinema score gave it a B minus, or mm. a B plus, which I think is very bold. <laughs> yeah, well, I, cinema score is so interesting because mm-hmm. it's just them pulling people right out of the theater. So people are either like, I loved it, or like, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I still feel like. B plus is giving it a lot of credit. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it like almost got rebooted a couple of times. Um, you know, like in 2016, Paramount, Paramount was like, "Ooh, like maybe let's do it," and then like it never got anywhere. And then in 2020, Universal took over. Um, mm. And um, it was supposed to be it, what was in development. I guess it's been shelved. Maybe question mark is uh, the Green Hornet and Cato um, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just kind of sitting in. I think it's yeah, it's worthwhile. I would I would like to see them try it again. Yeah, maybe like a show, like a streaming show. I was say I feel like a TV show would be better. Um, you know, it'd be cool is to like more? do it period. Ooh, and oh, like yeah, it. make it really in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Maybe like really uh, like kind of pulpy and interesting. I think it would be dope. Yeah, I'm I, I'm invested. Um, yeah, so maybe it'll end up on fucking um well, who who has Universal right now on screen on streaming? Uh, I would say Paramount Plus, but that's Peacock. Not right. Peacock. Yeah, so, hey, Mr. Peacock, bring it up. Let's see, let's see it happen. Sell it to, like, Netflix or something. Nobody, nobody watches Peacock. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Peacock. I have Peacock. I don't watch Peacock. Whatever. Um, I would uh, if there was more Yellowstone to watch, but I've watched all the Yellowstone on Peacock. It's fine. Uh, I still need to watch that. Um, so good. I can't wait. Um, what was I going to say, though? Speaking of Netflix, did you see that they're going to start fucking charging people to share passwords? Yeah, I think they should. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I give Netflix for free anyway, so I don't even know why. I'm I was going to be like, why absolutely not? 
yeah, because uh, we have Netflix for free through T-Mobile. Oh, okay. So we don't, it's not like we have any stake in the game anyways. Yeah. They're raising their price, though, which, like... Oh, are they? That annoyed me more than anything. How much is it now? It's like 19 bucks now. Ew! For the, the version I have. I'm just like, that's just not worth it. Are there it. different tiers of Netflix? Huh? There's different tiers of Netflix? Yeah. Like... Quality and the amount of screens that you can have on. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because... Yeah, I think we get top tier through T-Mobile. I'm not really sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of people that piggyback off of our Netflix, so that's going to be... Yeah, well, they're just going to charge you $3 for each one of those. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, they're going to charge T-Mobile, like, $3 for each of them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wonder guess. how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, that was, like, a big deal, like... I mean, that's not why we signed up with T-Mobile, but at that time, they were, like... That was one thing they were pushing. They were like, oh, yeah, like, you get all these, like, streaming perks, like, through having, like, a T-Mobile fucking... Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. So, who knows? Um, anyways, let's see what we're watching next week. I'm, uh, I have half forgotten. I want to say it's this is the end, but I'm not 100 percent certain. And but it's not the end. It's not the end of the series. No, right. It is. This is the end. I'm, I'm excited for this one. This movie's very funny. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah, I don't think I've actually watched it since like right after it was like on like DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, I just saw it the one time in the theater. Yeah, it makes me giggle, so I'm excited to watch this. Yeah. Um. Anyways, do you have any fleeting thoughts about the Green Hornet that you want to finish off with? Um. No, not really. Interesting failure. It is an interesting failure. That's exactly how I would say it, and you know, hopefully, it does get a reboot or a whoever. Yeah. Um. Because I think it could be interesting if it was done better. I think it'd be cool. But yeah, I agree. I think it should be a TV show because I feel like they could kind of flush all that out better. I. I that's the thing. I think. Because this movie felt like it was a hundred years fucking long. Yeah, it was too long. Well, also, it doesn't need to be, like, the thing about him, like, both those characters, there's nothing about what they can do or that world that needs to be, like, spectacular. So no. you can do it on a TV budget and have it be pretty good. That's what I was thinking. Like, I, I feel like it would probably do better, especially if it was actually done cheaper. Because, like, I, I did write this down. Like, I was like, I feel like there's a lot of explosions for not a lot of actual action. I know. Yeah. Well, like, that shit everything blows up, up. For, like, no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a joke or... <laughs> I don't either, and I could not find an answer to my question. Yeah. And that's going to haunt me for at least a couple of nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, next week we'll be back with This is the End, and 